Today's show is sponsored by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash real. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-E-A-L. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week. Real life. Which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. Man, we have had actually a lot of fun. I was actually nervous about doing some reruns. Well, first of all, let me tell you why we're doing the reruns. We did the reruns because I don't know if you follow me on Instagram or social or whatever, but like Alyssa's been doing edits of her book that just got due. So she's a little bit steps ahead. I just turned it in my first draft of my manuscript like three days ago. So it's just chaos, all hands on deck in the Beth Key squad family. And let's just be honest, we didn't have much to say. And so I don't want to say things that are just for fluff or whatever. Um, And so I had the rerun idea and it's been really fun because actually the more I thought about it, um, most people, they're not even basically reruns because people like listen to them years ago and you don't remember what you listened to years ago unless it was maybe really impactful. And then to pick some of the best and biggest ones uh, based on your guys' feedback has been really fun too. So all that to say, this should be the last one for a little bit uh, because we turned in our book this week. And so we should be back on track next week, back on YouTube and stuff like that. Hopefully all the back to normal goodness. Thanks for the grace. Hope you guys enjoy this episode is another fun one. What's up, guys? I'm Jeff. I'm Alyssa. And welcome back to the Real Life Podcast. We're stoked you guys are here. And as usual, we're going to jump right into it. But real quick, if you're watching on YouTube or Instagram or wherever there's video and it looks like I'm crying, I am not. I just put in some eye drops. <laughs> we had a really emotional pre, pre-talk pre before this this podcast. Um, I've actually n- what? You see never seen Jeff cry. Well, no, I don't do like... I've never I've bawled. I've heard him cry. I've never done the B-A-W-L. You know, is that how you <laughs> the spell ugly it? The cry like the me. B- yeah, oh... Guys, Alyssa has the best one. Alyssa has that classic one where it's like, so the people that have the best ugly cry, which I consider the B-A-W-L, the ball, like the bawling is open. usually. Can you open the door? Oh yeah, you can go open it. Yeah. Sorry guys. We're Lucy's sleeping out there. I want to make sure if we can hear her if she, uh, if she starts crying, if she starts bawling. <laughs> but is, is those guys, and you guys know those classic ugly cries, like ones that actually deserve an Academy Award. And those are the ones where the face starts contorting and, okay. and distorting but hold on and is dead silent though for like it's it's a noise issue it's like it's doing something but no noises happen there's like a delay there's a noise delay do you know what i'm talking about so the face starts going upside down the frown starts going really harsh silent 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 and then and then that's where it comes in it is the worst because you know if you ugly cry that's like the climax of your cry and jeff just start he starts to like put his hand over his mouth. I don't laugh every time, but smirk. there's a few times I've laughed w- during that because it's the silence. It's almost like a, <laughs> it's like a, it's like you're silent, but your face is doing something, but there's no noise. I'm not sure what's going on. It's, it's amazing and beautiful. And you've never, you never look more beautiful than in that moment, mm, babe. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm so Let's just blessed say it happens to be married. Once a month. I'm so blessed to be married to you. <laughs> um, okay. So guys, this week is toxic relationships. Now I got some thoughts here because 
I've been thinking about this a lot and I, this one I want to be more of like an open-ended conversation with you guys. So I'm excited for how this one goes on social media. When you listen on Instagram for, if you don't know, I try to do a post on the podcast. I basically do an Instagram post once a week where I try to kind of spark conversation on the podcast. And I'm really excited for this week's because I, I just want to hear what you guys thoughts. And I don't know this is one where again, it's like, I don't know. I kind of want to hear what you guys think. When have you been thinking about this? All the time. Guys, Alyssa doesn't know how much I think well, about no, random things. I know things. this because, like, you know, my husband goes through seasons where, like, he's just silent for a couple weeks. Kind of like that five or six second delay silent. When you're <laughs> <in the other. laughs> and I know. Oh, did you just say I'm silent for weeks? Yeah, for a couple weeks, he'll get pretty silent. And I know he's thinking first, and processing a lot of we things. Need to actually, but I, he doesn't tell me what it is. And then all of a sudden, it's like the floodgates come and he just has, like, a day of nonstop talking because it's like just I wonder, pouring out. So I'm wondering if this is one thing you've been thinking about. Lately. Maybe. I wonder if people actually believe that though. Like if they can actually, guys, can you actually imagine me silent? Because the internet, the internet, like you well, have no, to talk to me on it. Well, no, because they know you in the pouring out. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's funny. It's so true. Like mm-hmm. people, like I actually am silent like a lot and don't talk a lot. And, but then I do. It's just like, it goes in ebbs well, and flows. Like you, you said, get filled up. yeah, you it goes think, in really, it goes in big ebbs and flows. He thinks a lot. Anyway. It's just funny to tell the internet that like, guys, I actually do shut up. So for those people that DM me that say like, you need to stop talking. I do a lot. Okay. It's just, I talk, it's just when we press record, I talk more. <laughs> um, okay. Um, okay. So tell us. Talks about, is really, well, yes. here, I'm, I'm struggling with a tension here and the tension I'm struggling with is I think in general, totally in general, it's semi-trendy and we toss out the phrase too much of like, oh, those people are toxic or, oh, that relationship's toxic. I need to leave it. Are you talking about all relationships or just Just like the dating? word and just no. No, yeah. I'm, I'm talking like aunts, uncles, friends. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's so many nuances here. And so that's what I want to talk about. I want, to, I want this whole episode to be about this. But in general, I've started to get uncomfortable with how – with I, I think people are starting to toss that out too quick when it just might be a hard relationship that you actually like need to grow in. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between a hard relationship you need to grow in and a toxic relationship? That's where I don't have an answer to, but I've just like, you know, when you just kind of sometimes get a little check of like, Oh, I don't, that is that toxic? Or is that just like, you need to like mature <laughs> or mm. you need to like grow or maybe the Lord actually has that person in your life. So you can actually like be more selfless and learn to love. And you know, I don't know. So I think that's what I want to talk about guys. Cause there's a lot of nuance there. And there clearly is real toxic relationships. So we're not uh, minimizing. We're not uh, saying it's not there. So I think it just comes down to the definition of the word, right? Like according to what I would think, toxic means like it can kill you. Toxic means it has toxins in it. Mm -hmm. And if you consume it, like you will die. Like if you drink toxic liquid, you will die or get really, really sick. So then I think that plays both ways where I mean, I mean, I think that plays into the relational way I would say, right. We're like, we have to be careful with our words. And I think there are relationships out there where like, if you're around that person a lot, like an abusive situation would 100% be this, that's toxic. And you're not meant to stay in that. You're not just meant to stay in that while being abused. That's not, that's, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. The Lord's not trying to teach you to be more selfless or anything like that. No, no, it's wrong. It's abusive. It's toxic. If you keep drinking the toxic liquid, you will die. You don't need to be in that. Um, so that's an easy example of like clear toxicity that that's, that that's where it should be applied. Um, you know, some other maybe like more family relationships. I think sometimes that I don't, I, I don't, we don't know, but I know we've heard from maybe friends of just like where, yeah, it really 
if it starts feeling like it's corroding your soul, like, mm-hmm. oh, just dark and depressing and just overly bearing and burdensome, like month after month, year after year, and you just feel like you're a, like you get kind of, I don't know, like your soul's corroding, then yeah, that might be a toxic relationship. But I think eight out of 10 times we toss that out to to times where it's just like, no, that's actually, we're saying it's a toxic relationship when God's saying, no, it's a sanctifying relationship. Mm. And those are two different things. Ooh, let's just end on that. All right, guys, seven minute (laughs) podcast. See you later. (laughs) I mean, that is a really good point. I just don't think we had, because here's the thing too, again, guys, I think outside of the ones that are really toxic, like, like we just mentioned, they're like we're free in Christ, which means we actually have been like, we were enemies of God. We spit in God's metaphorical face, you know, and that's even, it's worse than that. What, what you can, you, we, there's no language that can actually get to the capacity of how egregious our missing the mark is of our genuine humanness of sin and our own decisions of wanting to be on the throne of our own hearts rather than God. Romans 5 makes that clear. But while we were yet sinners, while we were God's enemy, he pursued us, he loved us, he came after us and justified us um, before God, Christ did. And so so then we have to say, okay, if we're truly followers of Jesus, of Yeshua, then we have to model like then, then if we're like, then we will just be just like children imitate, right? I think it was Ephesians where it says, you know, as beloved children, be imitators of God. And I was thinking that the other day, like those go hand in hand, children imitate. Like, you know, you say a word, the kids do it. You say this, you're like, oh, actually don't imitate that. I shouldn't have done, I shouldn't have done that. But like, it's a natural to imitate. And so if we're followers of Jesus, then we naturally should imitate. And one of those things we should imitate is how we love hard people, broken people, or even enemies of us, right? We don't bomb them. It says we actually turn the other cheek um, and we love them. And so there's lots there. But I think, I'm just saying, I think we have a, out of anyone in the world, there is real toxic relationships and there is ones you need to get out of. And there is ones you need to escape and protect your soul and watch out and be careful and fill up your soul. But outside of that, Christians, I think have the, we have the widest fence for like relationships we should stay in. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. We have the widest parameters of relationships we should stay in because it's, they're all opportunities. Those ones in the fence are all opportunities to learn, to grow ourselves, but also for Jesus to do his mysterious magical work of us imitating him and his love breaking and changing hearts. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. You got any thoughts yet? This is not what I was prepared to talk about. <laughs> what I talked—I <laughs> thought we were talking about like bad dating relationships. I know, guys, he said, so, "Okay, we're going to talk about toxic relationships." So my, so, okay, yeah. So our go. job in the relate, my like, we have different roles in our relationship, and my role is like I have to kind of more produce the podcast of like thinking what we're going to talk about, we're going to where we're going to go, blah blah blah. And her job is just to like show up and record because she drops truth bombs, and that's what everyone wants. But but she it's always always. She always wants like a little nugget though of like, hey, what are we talking about? And so I, she, and she's fine with like one sentence. So yeah, so I told her tonight, I was like, we're just, uh, she's like, what are we talking about? I said, toxic relationships. She goes, oh, cool, cool, great. And then I'm I, like, no, <laughs> that's easy. Dating, yeah. let's do that. Okay. No, I think what you're saying is so good. And um, I think it doesn't need to talk, be talked about. I think that phrase can be so easy to cling on to when there's an uncomfortable relationship, a sanctifying one, one where, we don't feel poured into that. It's, you know, they're more, um, it's harder draining. to love them and they're draining. But I think there's also a lot of nuances. Is that the right word? Yeah. That to be careful of. And so I think when you're listening to this podcast, to listen to it 
and ask the Spirit to show you what is true and really let the Spirit lead and not be so like legalistic about yeah. it because I think there's a lot of nuances here that you could easily, um, you know, talk yourself into a wrong thinking type of thing. And I think, um, you know, I th there's so much too in the Bible about like, um, being wise about who you surround yourself with and, um, you know, especially, mm. you know, like you become who your friends are. And so don't surround yourself with mm. people that I was going there next. are going to, Oh, you are. Okay. No, no, keep going. Okay. That are going to bring you down that are going to make you walk away from the Lord. And I think a big thing is like, does this person make me love Jesus more? Or does this person make me not love him more? Yeah. And I think, but within that question, you can still answer, yes, this person makes me love Jesus more if it is a difficult relationship. Yeah. In that, if they are harder to love, if it's more awkward, if you feel a little more drained, mm -hmm. if it's like, I forget what we call it, EGP, like extra grace people. Like sometimes it just Did you just takes, make that up? No, it was, we used it at church a lot growing up, but <laughs> <laughs> isn't that terrible? It was something like that. Where they just need, you need extra grace to love them? Yes. Like they're just, you're not naturally inclined. <laughs> I'm an EGP. I'm an EGP. They're just, a little, grace e to they're love just me. a little harder to whatever it is, for whatever reason. Um, I think you can still answer yes. Like this person makes me love Jesus more because it's sanctifying, mm -hmm. because um, it makes me come out of my comfort zone. It makes me yeah. really step into Jesus and be his hands and feet and to love someone that is hard to love or somebody you know. that I used to love. <laughs> but then I think, I, but then that means not that friends that like aren't good influence necessarily are toxic, but that's not necessarily wise either. Yeah. You know, like don't pick friends that are bad influence. You know, you can still love them. You can still respect them. You can still have good conversations with them, but those aren't the people to surround yourself with. And so I don't think you have to like stay in the relationship. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think some people could go there with this conversation because yeah. it's not toxic. Totally. But it still isn't for your growth. Yeah. You know what I totally. mean? Totally. And so I think there's just those things to talk about too. Hey guys, Jeff here. I want to take a quick break to buy one of the six sponsors, and that's ZipRecruiter. Now, you know, we've been doing the freelance, self-employed life for seven, eight years, and so being able to hire very specific, tactical people and jobs has actually been pretty difficult, and that's why ZipRecruiter is super, super awesome. It is one of the best things in the world. And there's a fun story about uh, uh, Monica Starks. If you don't know her, she started GS Group, and she had the same thing. She needed to hire her for a pivotal role at her construction company, so way different than like the self-employed lifestyle we have. Um, but same need. She needed to hire someone and she was having a tough time finding the right person, uh, especially with all the different candidates out there. And so the cool part is ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's technology that actually identifies people with the right experience for your job and actively invites them to imply, which is why you should try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash real. And that's how Monica with hers found Lamont Jenkins specifically, which she even said ZipRecruiter sent Lamont's profile to her within five minutes, which is crazy, after she posted her job. So again, through ZipRecruiter, Monica's company has hired everyone from accountants to project managers to field scientists, etc. So again, four out of five employees who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And so you can see for yourself how ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. Try it now for free. That's right, free. ZipRecruiter.com slash real. ZipRecruiter.com slash real. R-E-A-L. ZipRecruiter.com slash real.
Yeah, well, now that song is stuck in my head where it's like, never meant to die. You know, I don't even know how it goes. But the right to somebody that i used to love okay um uh no i think you're totally right and i think so then there's layers guys there's layers there's this is layers. an onion you want yeah. to peel this baby back because we're going to peel it back there's layers <laughs> this is an endless layer but conversation I think what you're saying and, is don't just use that like band-aid of oh this is toxic yeah. when it's a relationship that okay guys we're a grandfather clock right now know. and we're going to be swinging okay we're yeah. going one side okay. this side this side this side pendulum <laughs> pendulum pendulum okay Boom. First pendulum is don't just use that as an excuse to not love hard people. You have to check yourself before you wreck yourself because sometimes we do that <laughs> in the millennial culture of like the person is just an EGP and we call them toxic. Okay. <laughs> now over here though. Okay. Boom. Pendulum swing over here. Okay. Now we also have to realize, yeah, there's all, then there's also people that we then also don't understand how we're hanging out with just bad people. Like they're yeah. not toxic, but just like we, we don't leave like, you don't leave loving Jesus more. Exactly. You feel and, dark. You but feel guilt. I would still back to feel... the definition of the toxic thing again. You know, you got a clean glass of water, water, one tiny drop, not that visible, not a black cup of water. One tiny drop of toxins is still technically poisonous, even though it's invisible. Right? So boom. So it can be. Wait, what are you saying? I'm basically saying sometimes there can be people. I think that's more that crowd of like, you know, you're kind of partying or doing stuff that you shouldn't yeah. be doing, hanging around with people you shouldn't be hanging around. That's like invisible toxins. That's like a drop so of toxins. It is toxic. Well, technically is what I'm saying. I'm okay, just saying, I'm so saying like saying, the wider, so I'm, I'm opening up the boundaries. Well, I'm saying, yeah, I'm opening up the boundaries okay. a little bigger to saying actually that still affects you. Okay. There's black, okay. there's black cups of water that are clearly <laughs> like if you drink that, you'll die. Yes. Okay. <laughs> then there's water that looks great to drink, but someone maybe put a drop in it and that's just a bunch of bad friends that don't take you in a good place. Right. Do you mm -hmm. know they actually say, guys, and this has kind of been proven, that basically the, your five closest friends is basically you. Yeah. Like if you add up your five closest friends, you're kind of like the average and the summation of them. And so question is, do you want that to be true? Like is that actually who you want to be? And I will say like it could be partying or whatever or drinking or whatever but it also could be women more lukewarm people but, or, or gossip or yes i was gonna say women that if like you are married and you're hanging out with another group of wives who talk bad about their husbands who don't honor them that's toxic yes like that's not what the lord wants and so don't hang out with that crowd yeah. of women so we're broadening know? the gen definition there okay. now to kind of mean just anything that maybe kind of is a more stained or dark harder part it doesn't leave you more filled with jesus and i don't think the lord wants you in that relationship totally that's not yeah Totally. Sanctifying. That's totally. like bringing you down. So then here's what I'll say, guys. This is where the spirit has to lead because you have to really check all your relationships through this filter of does this person fill me up? Does this person, is this a person that sanctifies me, well, that grows me? I don't think me? that's the right word. Well, no, I'm getting, I'm going, I'm going other places. Hold on. Okay. Because what if they're at EGP? I know. That's what I'm saying. I know. <laughs> that's what I'm getting there. There's different layers. This is an onion. Okay. So you have to ask yourself, you have to filter every relationship. Is this a brother or sister in Christ that fills me up, that I'm in a war with, that I'm a soldier with, that we are doing God's work together mm -hmm. and they're still hard and I still don't like them sometimes and they still make me mad, whatever. But they're brother, like firm, firm, firm friends, sharpening each other. Or are they an EGP that you just need to love more, right? You need to love more. But, the, but but usually you think it's more about you loving them when God always flips the scripts on those people. And it's more about you realizing how selfish you are, how mm, prideful you are, yeah, how good. you know selfish you are, and how much you just kind of want everything to be about you. So it's always gets those people always flip the script on you with the Lord. Um, or is it a person who's just kind of like bad news? Is it a person who's just bad news? Meaning like they kind of 
you know, like again, more just like kind of drag you down. You just feel kind of like eh, yeah. draggy. You don't, you're not the kind of your, your flame starts to go out a little bit. Your light starts to dim a little bit. Or, or if they're are always they, saying things that are hurtful or. Well, I would consider, yeah, same people. Debbie Downers. Totally. Yeah, totally. Just, don't yeah. surround yourself with those people. Totally. Or are they full blown like toxic people that are really harsh? Evil's too strong, but just like, yeah, harsh and toxic and really corrosive to your soul. So that's like four or five different kind of characters, guys, right? And there's probably more. So then you have to okay, check all your relationships through those filters. And then I think based on how your life is at its center, you can then approach all those relationships differently. Here's what I mean by that. If you're in a context, like here, here's what I'm saying. When I was in college and I maybe came out of a, a life of more of like overt, explicit sin, I wasn't really able to kind of hang out with kind of the bad news people because that was too mm. close to that part of my story. That was, um, was I didn't too tempting or just reminders that, but then also I also didn't have a strong foundation yet. I didn't have a ton of Christian friends yet. I was kind of like walking a little bit more isolated. So then in that case, that would have been my primary community, which then pulls me down. But now, honestly, like, I mean, this, and it's not like I, I don't go to parties or anything anymore, but I honestly know in my heart, I'm at a place right now where like, yeah, if like I needed to, like, if a friend was going to a party or something like that and asked me to come along, like I'd be totally fine and comfortable and know how to be a person of integrity in that setting and how to be light and maybe talk and maybe pray and maybe, you know, maybe have a divine encounter or maybe talk to, you know, whatever. Like I just, and why? Because I'm in a different place now and I have more of an anchored centered community. Mm -hmm. So now that's more of a mission moment. Yeah. Right. Um, but I don't think it can be a mission moment if like you don't have an anchored centered community. Mm -hmm. And so again, that's just a really more, that shows you it's spirit led, not just this formula of you have to like, here's another way to put it. Like, are you, the more filled up you are and the more people you have at that first layer, soldiers, brothers in Christ, sisters in Christ, family of God, strong ch church community, you're in deep people that know you, you're being vulnerable. The more you have more of that, then the more you actually, I think are free to go love hard people, to be, to go love the people that are maybe bad news, but you have to have that lens on. Like that's an intentional thing. You're not just going to hang out with them because it's fun and you want to get drugged down. Yeah. It's like, no, that's a mission moment. Now you're not saying that you just like, you know, you can consistently be in their life as a presence, you know, or like neighbors, right? Like there's people that like, you know, like that's the Lord guys. Like we're not called to retreat. Like you, you hang around people that that's the world. The world is broken. There's sin, there's evil. It's in our hearts. It's not just out there. Um, but even like neighbors, right? Like you can think of neighbors if they don't love the Lord, like, yeah. And you want to like watch football with them and they're, they might be swearing and they might be drinking and they might be doing this. Like that's, we're called to love our neighbors, right? We're called to like, go hang out with them, go watch a football game with them, just be in their life, be a presence. So there's so many different like layers there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's a mission. That's like you're loving them as Christ loved as like mm -hmm. as a, as Christ. Mm -hmm. Like he said, love God and love neighbor. Those are the two yeah. highest commandments. And the way Christ loved us, and the mm -hmm. way Christ loved the prostitute, and the way Christ loved Jesus loved the tax collector. Um, and so I think there's so many different layers there. But you have to be able to have like a framework for every relationship. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that takes wisdom. It takes mentors in your life to call that out, yep. your spouse to call that out, the spirit, those things. Yeah. Um, but I think too, for, um, you know, those mission moments, those mission people, you could say that sounds terrible because it sounds like giving an agenda. No, yeah. And I don't think there is an agenda yeah, and there is no assignment. That. Like these are more like, I think a better word is presence. Like you're called to just be a presence yes. for 10 years mm -hmm. in someone's life. Like just barbecue with them just yeah. hang out with them and just love them and be in their life. Like there's not, yeah, you're not trying to, you know, yes, do you. altar calls with all these people, right, right. but, but, uh, 
but yeah, we're just called to be present. We're called to be faithful, loving presences. Yeah, lights. And lights in the world. And to do that, you just have to like just go turn your light on places. Just mm-hmm. be there. Like mm-hmm. be a light in a dark place. Um, but you have to be. You have to be full. I think yeah, you have to be really anchored, or yes. else, or if you're really isolated and you have no community, and then you're trying to go do all that stuff, then it kind of shows you how that doesn't work well. Right, and I think you know those people. Those aren't going to be your best friends. That's not going to. That shouldn't be yeah. your boyfriend. That shouldn't be. You know, like. Your your closest people should be the yeah. warriors with you, the ones that are doing it with you, who love Jesus, um, that hold you accountable, that have yeah. wisdom, that when you're really down, they can give you wisdom back. And so I think thinking about that too. Um, but I think then on a like lighter level. What have we been heavy? We've been heavy? Well, those are kind of like. Do you want to do the Marty McFly line where he says, uh, he says, whoa, Doc, Doc, <clears throat> Doc gives Marty news and he says, whoa, heavy. And then Doc goes, you keep saying that word heavy. Is there something wrong with the future's gravitational pull? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. Or no, no, he says, is there, any, is there anything wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull in the future? I, I, I changed up the sentence. But yeah. Okay. And we kind so, of already touched on it. But I think Scott. then for those who are, I think sometimes, like I know if I'm listening to this, a question would be, um, not so much those kind of relationships, but more like, Hey, I've been walking with the Lord for a long time. I'm aware of those things, but like, what about just the people like maybe more, how do I even say it? Um, relation, like just being wise about your relationships and how much you actually have to pour out and not feeling bad to say no, or like, does that make sense? I think that could be maybe more of a spin on it for women, well, yeah. especially well, I think like, to not feel guilty when it's like, okay, I only have this much to yeah, pour out to totally. friends or to have this little, you know, like three close people to me in this yep. season. No, I think that's totally true. But not to feel guilty when it's like, hey, I can't get together with you yeah. or you're not really someone that I want in my inner circle. Totally. Or, so let's talk about that. Well, I think, well, we only have like 10 minutes, but okay. um, I'm, no, I'm adding a whole new chapter. Well, I think that's another thing, guys, is like, we're all onions. There's, there were all not the subject is not just an onion. We are onions. Okay. And what I mean by that is like, we have, we personally have layers and only certain people get certain layers, mm, right? Like the yeah. center layer, only your spouse gets right. The, uh, the layer outside, or, you know, your parent or a best friend or whatever, the, the, the one layer outside of that, you know, like three friends get, you know? Um, and then outside of that is like, you know, kind of your community. Then outside of that is your coworkers. And outside of that's your neighbors. I don't know. It kind of, you kind of have to define that yourself, but, and Jesus was like that, by the way, guys, Jesus had 70, then he had 12, then he clearly had three, clearly had an inner circle. Jesus, mm-hmm. without a doubt in the gospels, had an inner circle with James, uh, John and, uh, uh, Peter. Right. And so Peter, James and, uh, and John and, and a sailboat. sailboat. That's a classic kid song. We always sing Peter, James and John and a sailboat out in the deep blue sea. Okay. Um, they fished all night and they caught no fishes. They fished all night and they caught no fishes. How's it end? Caught fish all night and they caught no fishes. Out in the deep, deep blue sea. sea. That's it, guys. It's a minute kid song. It's pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> fire. So now the lessons they learned from the savior, savior. they will be fishers of men. <laughs> Uh, Wait. <laughs> 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 I just said, Redeemer, and friend. 
Guys, I don't sing. I don't Peter sing. James <laughs> and John in a sailboat. Peter, James, okay, okay. and people John in a... No, cringy. I know people are actually bobbing their head because that, <laughs> that's fire. That is beyond mixtape. That's amazing. Messiah vibes right there. It actually is like one of our favorite family songs. Uh, what were we saying? The oh, inner yeah. circle. <laughs> Jesus clearly had an inner circle, right? Okay, so I think, yeah, Jesus had an inner circle. And so we have to be mindful of that. Like that is actually how relationships work. And I think one of the worst mistakes you can ever make in relationships, and especially in 2019, because it's so easy now because everyone has access to you. Mm-hmm. There's such a blend, there's such a blending and blurring of relational layers. There's so because it's like the person I don't know can actually text me at one in the morning, which is actually a thing that you used to only do in 1990 right. <laughs> when it was your best friend. You call them at one in the morning when you're like in the hospital. Right. Like there's weird blurring of lines clearly with relational levels now. Um, and so that's a huge thing of just technology of access of accessibility. So, yeah, I think I don't have a ton of thoughts there because we only have a few minutes. But I think you have to be you have to actually name that and claim that. Like, who are those people that get access to you mm-hmm. and don't feel bad or sh- or or shameful or whatever the words don't feel bad of like protecting those layers right and and like that's not meaning that you're like not saying you're saying no to everyone like i actually protect a certain amount of layers and say no to a lot of people in like this middle layer which i would consider more like just above acquaintances i say i'm pretty harsh with my nose on that level so that not just so that i can you know be have more time but actually so that i can be more free for like more encounters with like neighbors and stuff. That's how I see it, right? I'm just like a little bit more free to like make bread or make a cutting board for them or, you know, have time to talk story with them. Like, but that you have to, I have to actually like make that exchange in my brain. Like you have to actually right. put it down on paper kind of, of like, no, well, I, when you I say yes to something. You're saying no to something else. Exactly. So what yes are you going to say? Yes. Who are you gonna and say what yes no are you going to say? And it's really important for us to mm-hmm. have those. Like, it's really important for us to have freedom for like needs mm-hmm. for like, just kind of if someone needs something or help or, serving and so the acquaintance if i said yes to all the acquaintance level stuff then i would have no time Mm -hmm. and i'd be burnt out um and so yeah there's a level of you and your vulnerability that only a few people should get and this also i think the cousin of this is the you know what we talked about with vulnerability a couple weeks ago or months ago with like you know oversharing online and everyone getting an access to that um so yeah you got any thoughts on it well i just as you were talking i remind i um was remembering young life does this really well when they raise their leaders and it's like, okay, you pick your one student that this is your student that you, you and him are going to be best Mm -hmm. buds this year. And then you pick your three students that you're like, these are, this is my team. And then you kind of have like the outer circle. And so I think sometimes we have to do that. I think it's wise to do that in our relationships and it changes season to season. And so to really sit down with a journal and say, okay, who is my one person that mm. like, when they ask something, I'm yes, no matter what, I'm there. Like they are my number one person. And then who are my, like my three after that? Like these are the people in my life right now. I just consider like, these are the three people that I'm praying for, you know, daily that they are on my heart, that I'm checking in, that if they need something, I can do like provide mm-hmm. a meal or, or write a card. Like these are the people that I do life with. And then to have like your group of five or 10 yeah. or whatever. And so I think that kind of, and I know that sounds, I don't know, not organic or like, Ooh, would Jesus do that? But he did like, yeah. he had that. Um, it sounds so str- 
I don't know, structured well, said, and business-like, but that's kind of how When he said yes to the three, like he took the three away and he said like, we're going to go over here. We're going to go pray over here. That is inherently saying no to the 12. Right. Well, the nine, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of how we're wired. Totally. And I think when you sit down with a journal and do that, then it brings freedom to be like, oh, okay. Like I don't have to say yes to this person all the time or if this person asks this, then it's always a yes. But if this person does, then it's like, mm-hmm. I just can't. Like, that's not in this season right now. And I think it gives freedom for you then to identify things and um, to, I don't know, can you help me out here? Just to identify and gives a lot of grace for then how to proceed in the relationships and who you want to surround yourself with. Totally, totally. Totally.